0: Good evening. It's a lovely spot here, isn't it, by the Billabong? It's a magical place where men can meet and swap our stories. I've been coming here for years, heard stories from all over this place. Hell, I've been all over the place, seen it all. Well, go on, make yourself comfortable, because the story I have for you is not set here on Earth. Not in this time, but from a time many years from now. I've been there, I've seen it, it's a marvel, it's fantastic. We've reached out beyond the moon and you wouldn't believe what's out there. But, as with every human being out there, we come with our faults, our fears and
1: our greed. Almost there. Look at that. As you can see, 26 domes, all in a circle, nestled in what we've lovingly named... King's Canyons. You'll notice the central column. This is the main transport hub where you will receive your goods and your guests daily from Earth and where you will dock in only four weeks from now. Now, look with me as I look left back at Earth. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, this will be your view from now on. Earth, the big blue. You will see our other celestial bodies such as Mercury, Venus, and then return to Earth. With an elliptical orbit of Earth of five years, this is really a place to call home, away from our overpopulated, polluted planet. Ladies and gentlemen, please raise a glass to Townsteroid. End customer log, edit and transmit. Personal notes. Well, the deal's all signed and these fat bloated billionaires will be home very soon. I can't say I'm going to miss these turds, but I'm going to love their money. Finally, I'll be able to retire to the Mars oasis. I can't say I blame these rich bastards for getting out. The planet's a mess. The moon is overpolluted and with solar structures trying to secure the region for their own developments, well, I'd say they got a bargain. I better go and see the completed works and make some final notes for the tradesmen when they come back. You got to watch these boys from the moon. They give a whole new meaning to the short shortcut. I step into the first room, or the Russian quarter. The room is covered with red and burgundy paint, gold skirting in the theme of the Russian dining rooms of old. I almost forget I'm on the rock in space. I stand near the window and overlook the digital landscape. A large green meadow on a clear day. A small herd of sheep amble past. I laugh to myself. Nice touch. I step into the main corridor. It's deserted, the lights are set to low and the place is almost ready for the inhabitants. I'll continue running final checks making sure that everything is perfect. They have the claws that they can pull out in the first five days and the last thing we need is some rich housewife to get the creeps. I need to make sure all their needs are met, every possible issue catered for. Each dome consists of essentially a home unit. Three large bedrooms, dining, lounge, kitchen and doorway leading to the general hallway. As it's circular, it's planned in a way so they can all make go to the garden, the theatre, or the central docking port to receive guests. We must make it easy for them. They're all very old at this stage and we don't want the old ears busting a hip. Not out here. Christ alive, what was that? Hello? I thought everyone had left. I enter Dome 14 and look around. It's like I've stepped into a Spanish hotel... Yellow walls, clay pots, scattered hanging baskets. The design feels like the 1800s. It's perfect. Apart from the touch panels near the door. Unfinished. Noted. The sound of the ocean smoothly pours from the speakers. I notice the plants are long dead. I'll have to get on to that. That botanist I hired has made some bad choices. I'm stepping outside now to view the central docking port. I've been here for almost, almost, shit, I can't remember. A month, yeah, yeah, it must be it. A week since the crew's left. I'm walking along the base of the central column. It's huge. I look up and see the flashing light at the top. It's a wide and cylindrical column that reaches into low orbit. A modern marvel of human transportation. I turn around and scan across the domes, look at each window, checking for imperfections. Then I see it. A sight that makes me stagger back a man standing in the window. I fall over on the ground and scramble to my feet. The place was meant to be empty. I press the control panel on my suit. Hello? Come in, Dome 18. Dome 18, come in. He's just looking out the window. It's like he's staring right through me. I-, I can't make out his face. Is he a shadow? All I hear is my panic breath. I re-enter the structure and make my way down the hallway. <laughs> Hello? I open <laughs> a A <laughs> modern white villa. All the modern fixtures. Beautiful. I walk around and enter the main bedroom, looking for the stranger, and I stop. The room is empty. I mean, it's an empty shell. What is going on? I was told the rooms were completed. No one inside. Hello? I run out the door and look down the dark hallway. I could have sworn I heard a group of men walking past For the first time in three years, I stop and become aware of the space. It's so cold. I feel the hairs on my neck stand up. The place is so still and lifeless. Perhaps we've turned away from the sun, I tell myself. I decide to ignore what I thought I'd seen. Maybe it was a shadow, maybe the angle or a reflection. I put it down to stress. Cabin fever. Focus on the checks, Carl. Focus. I decide to head back outside and continue my rounds. I look around as the giant rock slowly turns towards the sun. Lighting up the entire construction. I hit record on my suit and take a moment to compose myself. Ladies and gentlemen, I thought I would get a shot of the sunrise for you as our rocket boosters position Townsteroid for the morning sun. Look how beautiful it is. Every day will be like this, every... I stop suddenly as I look along the far east of the dome village and I see a thick cable that has been anchored into the rock. I follow the cable up to space and above the structure is our competitor's lead white starship. On the hull is the company's logo, Solar Structures. The bastards. What the hell are they doing here? We have the sole rights to this asteroid for the next century. I look up in disgust as the giant white ship floats above the structure. The whole solar structure conglomerate has been taking solar opportunities from us for over 100 years. There were whispers that they had ties with the old crime families of Earth. Now they're here, why? Trying to muscle in now that we've done all the hard work, bastards. Yeah, that explains the goon I saw in the window. I back up and my feet give way underneath me. I slide and tumble down the rock face, and everything goes black. I awake in the lounge room of the Spanish Stone. How did I get here? How? I look down and I'm back in my business suit. I must have passed out and those bastards brought me in here. Oi, you bastards, where are you? I run down the hallway, looking for the men, looking for life. I decide to go to my shuttle and get a message off to the partners. Best to let them know the competition is sniffing around. lazy fat slugs on earth who funded this venture. I walk into the central arena and towards the elevator. I press the button. I listen for movement from the carriage as it comes down the huge tower. Stillness. I turn around. That eerie feeling I had before. A shiver goes down my spine. I press the button frantically for a third time calling the elevator. This is bad. The main elevator is broken. These tradies are the worst. My heart races. I spin around gasping. I feel as if someone is standing right beside me. The footsteps of a group of men near me. The elevator door finally chimes and opens. I step in and the doors close. I shudder. It's time to go, Carl, I tell myself. The elevator makes its way up the shaft. I look back at Earth, spinning slowly. The elevator reaches the top and the door's open. I step out and look for my shuttle. It's gone. I stop still. My heart pounds. Gone. Thoughts start to flood my head. I'm stranded. I run over to the departure panel and tap the display. The panel is off. The elevator door chimes and I race back in. Who took my shuttle? Why would the crew take my shuttle? Thoughts race through my head as I try to reason as to why my ride home has gone. I stare at the floor until the elevator reaches the bottom. I run into the pool room and I see that the pool has been drained, empty. This place should be ready. I start to feel sick. I sit down on the bench, trying to reason with what I've been seeing. I tell myself that this can be fixed. That this can all be fixed before our tenants arrive. It's just a matter of. I shrink here and and I hear several men walk into the room. Muffled voices. I close my eyes in fear and listen, trying to focus on what they're saying. The crew found him here. He was the last man in the habitat. The crew had left for the week. Looks like he had a couple of drinks. More than a couple. They thought he might have slipped, banged his head, and drowned. We don't know for sure.
0: What? No poolside droid?
1: No, nothing like that. The crew returned on Monday and found him floating face down. Oh no! no. It,
0: it, it's hard enough to get people up here now. We
1: have the added cost of several tons of no, water. This can't be. I remember. I remember I left the room. I I did. Didn't I? Oh, God, I feel ill. I try to stand up and my vision goes blurry and I stagger. I I stagger until I pass out. I wake up back in the empty Russian room. I, I sit there for a long time. I think about my last night. I remember saying goodbye to the workers. I went to the pool and helped myself to the champagne that was awaiting the new tenants. I drank. I swam. And then, nothing.
0: Hi there and thanks for listening to the episode entitled Townstroid. The radio play was performed by the very talented Monty Burgess written by Adrian Barker and sound production was recorded by Robert TV. Please come back next time and join us by the